the roommate in your head is your ego telling you all these bad things about yourself, right? Would you ever live with a roommate who ever spoke to you the way that voice in your head speaks to you? And the answer is hell no, you kick that roommate out of your house so fast, but we don't, we still listen to it. And so I hope everyone that's listening, who's got that voice still playing, decides today that they don't want to live with that roommate anymore. And you make a choice. You just literally just say, nope, I'm, you're not going to talk to me like that anymore. Hello, and welcome back to the Mindful Belly Don't Eat Your Feelings podcast. I'm your host and health coach, Ellie Rome. In this episode, I had the beautiful privilege of speaking with Audrey Darrow. She is the CEO and owner of Righteously Raw Chocolates, which is a line of pure, organic, handmade chocolates, including my favorite chocolate of all time, which is their dark chocolate coconut macaroons. They are so insanely good, low sugar, clean ingredients, so good. And not only that, Audrey was a breast cancer survivor. She went through a double mastectomy, radiation, chemotherapy, and she was on her way to stage four cancer. But through her health journey, that is what birthed Righteously Raw Chocolates. She was desiring to create pure ingredient, healthy chocolate that was affordable. And I cannot emphasize enough how empowering this episode is. Audrey also lost her 20-year-old daughter in an accident. And she shares with us how she made it through these massive life traumas and giving us her mental perspective and belief systems that I think that we all need to hear and that we can tap into ourselves every single day. She also shares with us her view of food, seeing food as vibration, as energy. And it's such a powerful reframe versus seeing food through the lens of like, this is good. And it is such a powerful reframe to start seeing food this way through this lens versus seeing it food as good or bad. And therefore I am good because I ate this, or I am bad because I ate this and coming from that place of judgment and self-loathing. So there's so many incredible takeaways from this episode. You might want to grab a pen and paper. And if you want to check out the chocolates, visit righteouslyrawchocolate.com or follow them on Instagram at Righteously Raw Chocolate. And with that, let's go to the show. Well, hi, Audrey. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank how about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm so excited for you to be on here, and I'm so grateful that you're willing to do this. I'm so grateful and excited that you asked, so thanks. Yeah. Well, to start off with, I would love to just share with the listeners like who you are and, okay. yeah, Righteously Raw. So I'm, I'm the president, founder of Righteously Raw Chocolate. I started it in 2008, and uh, it, it was a culmination of many years. I, in, from 2003, I got sick. I had breast cancer, um, and I had a really difficult journey. And about somewhere in 2006, after going through uh, uh, double mastectomies, um, radiation, 39 days, um, and chemotherapy. Back then, I didn't know, you know, you. I just was given the diagnosis, and they said, you know, if you don't do this, you've got a 70% chance of recurrence in the other breast, and it was just this very uh, no choice 
type of diagnosis. It, it was called lobular carcinoma, which is a very aggressive type of cancer. And it had already, by the time I found out about it, it had already gone into other organs. So I was, you know, on, on the way to stage four is how they would describe it. And so I went through all this protocol and uh, realized that, you know, my calling was to do something to help others because in 2006, there's a local uh, health food store here in, I live in San Diego and the only foods that you could buy to heal that were the up and coming healthy type of foods were raw foods. And so I went looking for raw foods and a raw chocolate bar was $14 a bar. Well, I had just paid for thousands for cancer treatments and things that, you know, my insurance didn't cover. And so I had no money. And so I, it really was a huge emotional feeling of walking into a store going, I'm sick, I want to heal, but I can't afford the foods to heal. And that broke me. It really broke me. And I somehow, it just clicked in me going, okay, I can do this better. Don't ask me why. And I took a job at the store for about six months just to learn about raw foods. And I learned how back then people would would come into a health food store and they would pick up a product and they'd stare at it and they would turn it and they'd read all the ingredients and that was such a huge eye-opening experience to see people care that much about what they were putting in their bodies and so that that was 2006 and by 2008 i had built my own facility my parents invested in me and said i don't know if they felt sorry for me for what i had gone through because i had no business background i was a PE degree, uh, you know, physical education. And uh, I found a, a building and I built and got certified organic vegan. Nobody was doing it back then. Organic, vegan, kosher, and gluten-free. And also I was allergen-free because I had developed all those intolerances from chemotherapy. So it kind of really, was, the whole idea was born out of being sick and then trying to heal because the journey of breast cancer isn't all the treatment it's what happens to you after and so for me it was probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me having the cancer believe it or not besides having kids and then setting me on that journey of building my own facility doing it all you know with something i never knew how to do didn't understand business and righteously raw chocolate was born out of out of illness Thank you for sharing this. Oh, yeah. So from that point of, like, how did you know to even what to do? Like, when were you sparked that you were like, I need to create a, like, a business and share this? Like, how did you know, to, like, even what set? You know, it goes back to what you and I talked about before this uh, podcast turned on was about being open. I think once I got sick, I, I, the first thing they tell you when you get sick is to just be in gratitude because you can't really control anything else. You're sick. You have to get well, right? And so they they said words to me like, just be grateful. Just, you know, go have a cup of tea and be grateful. And so once I started doing that, which is how you would, because you don't know if you're even going to be there that, that day. You're, you could die, right? It's, I mean, cancer can kill you. And so you have this feeling of, um, I don't know if I'm going to be here at two o'clock today. So planning for tomorrow and worrying about my future pretty much goes out the window when you get a diagnosis like that. So it really changes you up. And I, somewhere in there, I got open, I think, to allowing the universe to give me ideas. And so 
being a Sagittarius warrior, thinking I can do anything, right? So I don't ask me why I thought I could do it because I don't know. I just did it. So I went out there and I learned about organic and saw that nobody else was doing organic and vegan and kosher and that those, I'm kind of a little bit of a, like a trend researcher. So I saw that it was a new and up and coming thing. So I found a building at three o'clock in the morning on Craigslist. It was a dump. It was a horrible building, but somehow the universe connected me with somebody who had a space with walls in it that I could put together to make a food manufacturing facility. It was that. So the manifestation had started back then where the ideas and the things that I needed were there. And that's how it all came together. I found this building and the walls were there to build a music studio. I took it over and started having somebody hang up walls to build a food. And then I got the certifications and by March of 2008, I was at the Natural Products Expo with Righteously Raw Chocolate. If you think back to March of 2008, it was the beginning of the downfall of our economy. That was the biggest crash that you know I've ever lived through. And so here I am coming out with a $6 chocolate bar in, in an economy that's crumbling. And it was, I, I learned chocolate you know, was impenetrable in any economy. So we, we grew for eight years and um, yeah, so that, that's how it started. I think I just was open to manifesting and didn't know it and didn't understand it, but everything was kind of lining up for what I needed. And we built this facility, got a website. And when we got to the show, believe it or not, we were making chocolate on stone. 200 bars a day and we got our first order from Belgium at the show for 14,000 bars and we went back and go uh oh <laughs> uh oh how do we do this right oh my god and uh, that's how it, that's how it started we were the first to be doing what we did in with the type of product that it was the ingredients and then the certifications and it just it was getting it was so easy for so many years to just pick up the phone and go hey you want to buy an organic gluten-free raw chocolate bar okay and we just opened up one account after another after another so wow. yeah you start with just like one product or well we started with three chocolate bars um and now we have 16 products so while the economy was struggling about five six years about five years into it i decided that I wanted, not everybody could afford a $6 chocolate bar. And so I started creating smaller products that emulated the, the bars. So for example, if you loved my caramel bar, but you couldn't buy that for $6, you could buy a caramel mouthful for $1.79. Oh. And so I started creating smaller items, little bite-sized items, things that people could hopefully afford every day or every other day and still get that joy and that vibration and not have to go broke doing it because you know six dollars a day is expensive and uh so that's how our smaller items started okay yeah yeah so when did you um i guess like with these even just like your shift in healthier conscious living and what did you notice in your in your own health and just like how you showed up differently for me um just going organic had a huge impact on me and knowing i could because you know being sick is people think it, we all have cancer in our bodies you know there's something about taking control of yourself when you know you're sick 
and believing that you're going to be okay. And, um, and so for me, it was really, I think the, the game changer was knowing that I was in control of my health destiny, so to speak, is that I can control what I put in my body and food can be my medicine. And it was my own oncologist who told me um, when, you know, they always check you every three months, you go through this whole protocol because they know that you're going to get it again. And it's just this horrible, vicious cycle of, you know, you start to get well and then you got to go back and, and, you know, they test you. And after a few years of doing that, I, my oncologist said to me, you know what, you look good. You're, you're doing well, keep doing what you're doing. These tests aren't foolproof. And he sent me on my way and I asked him, how do I never see you again? What do I have to do to never see you again? And he literally said to me, stay away from white sugar. That was my oncology surgeon that said that. And that's how, you know, everything that I did just kind of grew was knowing that, you know, white sugar, cancer cells feed on white sugar. And so for me to create the products and eat the products and learn about superfoods and all that was just really empowering. And then when you have that power over your body, you have the a greater power than you think. And so that's really what it was. Oh, yes. I think such a big takeaway that you can like coming in from that place of empowerment, like I get to put good things in my body and I, yeah. I'm I, in control. It's yeah. really, it's amazing. Oh, and so like from your chocolates, even just for listeners who don't know, like the comparison of like your chocolate bar to something that like a Hershey's bar on the shelf, like what? So in, in most, in food, people don't understand that food carries a vibration. I mean, this is just basic science, right? Everything carries a vibration, it's energy. So just imagine if you're sitting and eating something with a very low vibration that comes off of a machine that's filled with sugars and chemicals, it's going to have a lower vibration. When you eat foods that are made by human hands with human energy, with a lot of love and pride going into it, right? And the ingredients are coming from places that are such high energy. So for us, it's Amazonian, you know, acai and, you know, maca and all these things. When you're eating something that carries a high vibration, it's going to raise your vibrations. When you raise your vibrations, you cannot have sickness. When you can raise your vibrations to a very high level, your body cannot get sick. It just can't. But it's when our vibrations are really low. And we're in that low space of low density, 3D, you know, vibration. That's when we get sick. So once you know that, and then you know that what, it, what you're putting in your body. And listen, we should all have, we all have cravings. You know, for 10 years, I didn't drink any alcohol um, because it, it turned to sugar in your body. And then I started to drink a little bit. You know, I'd have a beer with the boyfriend or whatever. And then all of a sudden, my body just said no your body will tell you what you can and cannot have. Trust me. And mine does every day. I cannot drink alcohol. I get horrible migraines. I cannot eat high mercury fish. I get horrible migraines. So your body, when you're in a higher vibration, your body does all the work and just tells you flat out, no, it's not going to happen. Don't do this again. You know, and I have a lot of uh, serious allergy problems where last year I was carrying an EpiPen everywhere I went because um my immune system was just so broken from all the surgeries that I had had. So you, so your body lets you know, and I'm, I'm doing a lot better now. Um, but sometimes I get a craving, like I love bread, but my body doesn't love bread. So I try to eat bread that doesn't have, you know, flowers and things in it still doesn't love bread. 
you know, so there's things that I would love to be able to eat that I can't. And, uh, but everything I put into my body is just a very high vibration because that's where I am and I want to stay here. It feels good. So, yes, no, I love that perspective because it's so much, it's coming from that place versus feeling just like, I can't have this. I can't have that. But it's like, no, like I could eat that, but I don't want to be at that lower vibration. And I can find things that make, like, I love thinking about food as vibration and just choices in life as vibration. Is this going to raise me or bring me down? You're, you're absolutely right. When you say you can't have something, you're now operating out of lack. And lack is a very low vibration. You're better off going and getting that ice cream cone that you think that you're telling yourself not to have and having it and enjoying every little morsel of that ice cream cone or whatever is somebody's thing. And then just the next day, go back to... But when we keep saying we can't have, we're now living in lack. We should never operate from a place of lack. It's a very low vibration. So hopefully that makes sense to people is that, you know, we do more damage. You know, my mom weighs herself every day. And then every day she complains that she's too fat. Well, that's a very negative vibration, right? And it's much more fun to live in a place where you feel good about yourself. That's a higher vibration. So throw the scale away, enjoy life, put good food into your body. It's a higher vibration. Yes. You know, it's that simple. We make it more difficult. So. Yeah. And for somebody that's listening, that is kind of like in that boat, like your mom that's weighing themselves every day and just feeling like not good about themselves. What would you say? Maybe like anything they could shift during their day to, to. I think it's, um, you know, we want to feel good. Everybody wants to feel good, right? There isn't a human on this planet that doesn't want to wake up and feel good. So the things that you're doing when you, you know, women are very intuitive, right? So everything we feel comes from the stomach first, then to the heart. We're very intuitive in our emotions. Our emotions always tell us that we, um, aren't feeling good because it goes right to our gut. So we know when, you know, when a girlfriend says something and it hurts us or our husbands or our boyfriends or whatever says something and hurt, it always starts in our stomach. And so it's really about paying attention to our emotions. If something doesn't make you feel good, stop doing it, right? Just stop doing it. We're, we know we're the, the, our guts are always speaking to us and that, that gut reaction is the universe right so we always have the message but then for some reason we don't understand yet we're not ready to be there or whatever understand that that's a message so if you're if you do um there's a great book out i hope everybody goes to get it it's a, a bestseller by uh, dr gary zukoff and he calls it it's called the seat of the soul and i i hope i'm right because i've read about six, a thousand books and i have them all by my bed but there's in that book i believe is the one where he talks about the roommate in your head the roommate in your head is your ego telling you all these bad things about yourself right would you ever live with a roommate who ever spoke to you the way that voice in your head speaks to you and the answer is hell no you kick that roommate out of your house so fast but we don't we still listen to it and so I hope everyone that's listening who's got that voice still playing decides today that they don't want to live with that roommate anymore and you make a choice. You just literally just say, nope, I'm, you're not going to talk to me like that anymore. 
because that's you talking to you hurting you and you kick that roommate out well that will take care of those emotions you'll start to get to a place where you can actually stand back and go uh uh i hear you nope and you go to that place of love because we have this duality right and so it, when, if you can step out of that roommate and just go to that place of love which is love for yourself love for the universe it's a far better feeling and then you'll have more clarity on doing those things out of lack that you'll know it's just going to be very intuitive hopefully that makes sense that does make sense no i love this of being able to kind of separate yourself from those like seeing it as a roommate. I haven't read that book, but I love that. Um, Isn't that great? I love the way he says it, the roommate in your head. Well, that's your ego. Think about it. The ego tells you when you get up and look in the mirror and you look like hell, that you look like hell and that you're not attractive and that you're, you're, you're not smart enough and you, you know, you're not a good person and all those things that we tell, that's our ego. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks about that too. Nobody would ever allow themselves to live with a, a husband, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a roommate, whoever spoke to us that way. But we allow ourselves to speak to us that way. And what he says is, get rid of the roommate in your head. And when you do, all of a sudden now you're listening to your emotions from a place of love. It's a very different way to be. And it's a choice. Just like everything we do is a choice, right? My daughter passed away three months after I started this company. So I started, I started Righteously Raw Chocolate in March of 2008, and in July, she passed away from a drowning accident at the age of almost 20. So talk about going from a place of, here I am, I've created this to this beautiful, and she, her store where she worked in Santa, she was a, a student at UC Santa Barbara, um, was the first to get my chocolate. And my daughter was so excited. Every day she'd call me, mom, when's it coming, when's it coming? right and they got the first boxes of the bars and to this day they still sell them yeah. it's been all these years but that i made a choice that next day was to not live in that vibration of grief even though i mean it was just a, a and you fall back and you make mistakes but you know my daughter's passing the next day you get up and you I have a son also. So you get up and you make a choice. It's the same choice that you make when you have that roommate in your head, which is, I'm not going to listen to that. And today I'm going to make a choice to live in joy because I believe my daughter's everywhere, right? So I don't want her to see me live in grief. What mother would ever want that for their child, right? So I'm sorry. No, you're great. Thank you. So, so for me, it was... I changed the dial the next morning it, and, and I remember exactly how I felt the next day. My friends had all been there that night, my family. The next day I got, I got up and I go, I have to walk my dog. I have to live, right? How am I going to do this? And there was something that happened with me that said, I'm going to make a choice. I don't want her to see me in grief. Now there was a downside to that because I held off my emotions for a while and I had to work through that. But the choice has always been there, which is I'm not going to live in grief. I'm not going to what I'm not going to allow her because she's, you know, our souls never die. So she's still ascending and moving and around me 
I named my rose bar after her, which was a very healing project for me. So I made uh, the rose bar, which was the uh, fifth bar that I came out with. And inside the rose bar was, inside the label is a silhouette and some words for people to be inspired by her. Because everything she was about was about love. This was a, a kid that taught me how to love. Like she never left a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anyone she ever met without saying, bye, I love you. And I, you know, I, I watched this for so many years. And so for me, it was like, how do I honor her and inspire others to know, to love each other? And so I, in the Rose Bar, I put uh, her silhouette with this beautiful inscription. And, uh, but I made that choice. And it's the same choice that we can make in everything we do, which is I'm not going to listen to that voice. I'm not going to do, you know, we have a choice. We make a choice. And I have been making that choice every day, every morning when I wake up and I put my feet on the ground and I go, I, I, you know, I always say good morning to her and be grateful and do all those things that help me get into my vibration. But I wouldn't change anything that I've done because I've been able to pick myself back up and live, not just pick myself up, but just live in a place of joy, live in a place of peace. It's hard to do after loss. It's hard to do after sickness because you're you're vibrating so low. But then you start to see those as gifts, and those those gifts are lessons that you're gonna you're gonna move on and you're gonna give to others. So I understand it now. I didn't understand it back then. So I'm sorry. I'm rambling. No, because I everything that you've just said. I think there's so much power in all of what you just shared, and from for anyone going through anything in life to be able anything. to- Anything. It doesn't matter whether you're going through financial ruin, divorce, um, loss, sickness. It's really about knowing that it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. That's a very distinctly different vibration. And, and most people would not understand that because I don't tell most people that my daughter gave me a gift with her passing because they would not understand it. I understand it. it. As a matter of fact, it's been told to me where people that, you know, once you're, once you start to raise your vibrations, things manifest, the people that you need to speak to, to, to grow are always there for you. And it was, it was uh, one day where I uh, was going to a chiropractor about a year after my daughter passed. And I told him what happened and I had been seeing him for a while. And he said, I want you to go see this lady. Her name was Antoinette Spurrier. This was a gift from God. I went to see this lady. I didn't know who I was going to, what I was going for, but I trusted him and he sent me. And to make a very long, beautiful story short, she had a three-year uh, backlog of clients that wanted to see her. And I got in and she, at the end of that session where I learned I had many gifts, um, she said, I want you to go get this book. And the book was called The Testimony of Light, and it was in the UK. I had to find it in some UK book depository. That book answered every question that I ever had about death, dying, afterlife, everything. So the point is, is when you shift to that place of I'm going to live in joy and I'm in a higher vibration, everything you need to stay in that joy is there for you. It starts to manifest because you're vibrating high enough to allow those things in. Did I know this eight years ago? No. It's taken me many years to understand 
that everything that I need is right here. And, and I was ready for it. And sometimes people aren't ready. So um, back to what we were talking about in anything that you, anything that's adverse that you face in your life, it's here to teach you even starting your own business. That's one of the most difficult journeys I've ever been on. Really. I mean, it's like this up and down, up and down. And yet I've learned that these are lessons and I can either treat it as problems that are happening to me, or it's a lesson for me to learn from And And now I I'm there, but it took me many years of understanding. And so a couple of years ago when I lost all my, I think I've mentioned to you, I lost all my whole foods accounts with the Amazon purchase. My distributor went out of business. Um, my business went from doing massive amounts, 1500 stores to within a matter of months dropping off. And I had to lay off, you know, eight people. And while it was out of my control, it happened to me. It was painful, but it took me a couple years of starting to realize why it happened. And it really, now I can tell you, it had nothing to do with Whole Foods. It had nothing to do with anything related to businesses. It had to do with me learning that I'm the one. I'm the one that needs to be in charge of me and my company. And I didn't believe in myself enough. So while I created a great company and products and this and that, I never believed that I was the one that had the abilities to make it work because I didn't have a business degree. And, you know, I had heard this from family members. You're not, you, you need somebody. You always need somebody because you're not smart enough because you're, you don't have this degree. Now I understand that people that have business degrees come to work for people like me, but it took me, you know, many years to get to that place. Really difficult lessons. I had to purge a lot of people in my life. And I'm very grateful for every one of those lessons, every one of them. And now I have an understanding that the only person that's in charge of me is me. Nobody else can help me, save me. It's me. And with that, yeah, no, thank you for this. And with that mind shift of coming from the place of like, I'm in charge, like what have you noticed shift? Oh, it's, it's a daily occurrence. Not only the people that are around you, that have stuck around you, that are loyal to you and believe in you, they pick up on my joy. So my employees now, I can hear them laughing. I can hear them enjoy. They're working incredibly because we're all connected now. These are the people that I am in alignment with who are here and believe in me, right? Um, I didn't have that before. And then the other thing is, is, is that things like meeting someone like you. I'm having occurrences where my phone rings and people are talking to me. And part of it is because I'm a natural born healer and I'm a light worker and I'm here to share now my lessons. And I understand that. Um, and so I get now where this has brought me to. Um, but my energy is so high, fifth dimensional going that I'm attracting now every day some sort of new abundance, whether it's meeting a new friend, connecting with someone like you, new customers, just every day. And now, but I'm in a different place. You know, I don't know if you can see the wall behind me, but there's a couple of, one of them is the fastest movement is stillness. I'm in stillness. 
So I'm moving forward in a very different way than I used to before. I used to pound my way through worry. Being, everything was based in fear of losing and being without, right? Everything we do is in, based out of fear. And so once I was able to remove that fear and be still and just allow, now all this abundance and manifestation is starting to come. You know, and then I understand that our, this universe that we live in tests us, but it tests us to see if we are in alignment. Do we have faith in who we are? And the answer is, I finally do. But same thing for you, like in, in your business, if it, if it's things aren't going well, stand back and just go, wait a minute, do I really have faith that I can do this? Do I believe in me? And then you, typically you'll have some sort of a test from the universe. Some issue is going to come up, some roadblock, right? And once you get to that place where you go, okay, I, I get it, right? This is a test. This isn't a problem. It's a test. How am I going to work my way through this? And the other thing is, is knowing that I can and not doing anything coming from a very low vibration of fear, which is how most of us live our lives. It's being without, right? Every decision that we make is because we live, we're fear of, of losing or not having enough or, you know, all those crazy roommate things. So when you can move out of that vibration and go, wait a minute, I'm going to do things not from a place of lack, not from a place of fear, but from a place of knowing, believing, which is love, connection, light, very different vibration. So that is how I'm running my business and my life. And it's a much better, better vibration. And I feel better. I feel happy. This is true happiness, not the made up stuff. It's, it's a true feeling of joy. I don't know. I know you probably wanted to talk about chocolate and I went off in a no, any different direction. We talk about like divine <laughs> timing and like we're, we're like, I needed, to, I needed to hear this. I'm sure the listeners who are listening were, are, we're meant to hear this too. That's, that's all I really want is I want our vibrations to connect and then we connect because we need this right now. We need this really bad. And I think the one thing that I hope that we can do is obviously food is medicine. You know, I love what I'm doing. I love creating chocolate. I love creating really good foods. But if we can connect and understand that the vibration of love and accepting people for who they are, how they believe, what they believe. And we can get, if we, if we touch one person today, that's a beautiful thing. That's gonna, cause it's gonna spread. It's just a vibration, you know? And if in our own healing, we help someone else heal. It's, you know, that, that wave effect, uh, that wonderful book that was written, you know, the, the something about water, the hidden messages in water, you start the vibration somewhere and it carries on. And that's really what I, that's really why I was excited to do this. I love chocolate. I love, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody that stands on the pedestal of being the owner of chocolate, of righteously raw chocolate. I stand uh, behind it and hope that my message is, is given to people one bite at a time. It's a very different place. It's, I don't get any joy of, being the person that created something and I get the accolades, I get the joy of knowing that I've touched someone. That's, that's who I am. And so when we can do that and pass that on, it's going to be, we can make the world a better place, you know? 
Audrey, yes, this is beautiful. And do you think like for, for anyone listening that, like you mentioned, like when you're, if you're in a lower place, helping yourself get out of it and into a higher vibration, because I, like you said, like it can be a, a roller coaster if you're starting a business or just whatever you might be in any In anything you do. And, and the political climate right now is causing a lot of anger, right? And so, you know, people don't understand that we're living in, in a 3D reality. And so they see everything as concrete and real. And really what we need to do is come back within. But a lot of people aren't ready to do that because when you have to go inside, you have to go into emotions that you carry for lifetimes and childhood. And so I think what I would say to people is start with food, which will raise the vibrations, right? Put good foods into your, into your body and feel the power that you get from now being empowered. The second thing I would say is take a break from negativity. I don't tell people, you know, turn off the news. I watch the news. I'm, I'm an old soul who loves, you know, to know where are we going, right? What's the truth of my truth? And so, but what I do is I, I surround myself with people that give me joy. And sometimes that's not always the people in your circle. Sometimes that's not always the people in your family, right? Um, and so sometimes you have to do what's best for you and you take time for yourself, you know? Um, they teach you this when you have cancer. At, at the hospital I was at, Sharp Hospital, had this little pamphlet and it said, take time for you. Because, you know, being women, we're, we're naturally prone to taking care of others, right? So we become secondary to our children, our spouses, our girlfriends. We're always there for our girlfriends, right? And all that stuff. And so when you get sick, it's a very foreign thing to go, Oh, I have to nurture myself. And that's what they tell you. And that's, that's what the first thing that hit me was, Oh, take time for me. Wait a minute. I don't know how to do that. Right. Well, when you do, then you have to go into those emotions because that stillness causes quiet time, which causes emotions. I would say to anybody that if you can, if you are ready to go into that place of stillness, to do it because it's a far more beautiful feeling than being in the pain and hearing that voice in our head and watching the hate and watching the anger because hate is a horrible, horrible vibration, right? And none of us should live in this hate. We should live in a place of love. And I accept you for who you are and how you believe. And I love you exactly as you are. That's the vibration that we need to get to. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what you think. As long as you're a good human being on this planet and you're not hurting people, I have all the love for you. And it's just a very different vibration. You can start by just doing that, going within, finding that place where you can, you know, feel you get rid of that roommate. You can't do anything outside of you, right? That's the problem is you can go out and you can seek help. It has to go, it has to start from within. And um, I think women have the best opportunity um, because it's part of our natural DNA to be very intuitive. And we all have the same gifts. Believe it or not, you have psychic gifts and light, light worker gifts and, you know, all those uh, gifts that people, we're all the same. It's just, are we ready to heal? Are we ready to start knowing and allowing these things? In my case, I am. 
and I am doing, and now I'm healing, and I'm doing healings. So I think if the message for women is, um, and your listeners, men or women, is to allow yourself to go within and be still, allow stillness, and just make a choice. You get up in the morning, do you want to listen to the hate station or the love station? It's that simple, right? Do I want to listen to the grief station, or do I want to listen, listen to, the, to the joy station? It's a, it's a radio station that you change and the dial you change every day when you put your feet on the ground and you get up and you start with gratitude. Once you start with gratitude, your vibrations, it's very simple. You get up every morning, you put your feet on the ground and you just be grateful of everything you do have. And even if you are in a very difficult and dark place, you're going to find so much that you're grateful for. Now your vibration is starting to, to rise just from that. And then you go into that other place. And just say, today I'm going to make a choice. I'm going to live in the vibration of joy and love. And I'm not going to condemn and I'm not going to judge anyone else around me. I'm going to let them be who they are. That's a very different vibration than what you see right now, especially in our political climate. Families aren't even talking to each other. Friends aren't talking to each other. We, we need to rise above that or we will we will really continue to hurt humanity. And I am actually seeing that's starting to manifest where people are speaking about it. Even Ellen said it. I yeah, can think I who heard. I am, right? Ellen said that and she and she's right, is who am I to judge you for you being right, for you being wrong so that I could be right? It's a very dark, low vibration. There there's no right or wrong. It's right for you. Whatever is right for you, that's that's who you are, right? And for me, whatever I believe is right for me. It doesn't have to be forced onto you. It doesn't have to, I don't have to change you so that you can hear me and be right. And that judgment is a very, so you think about things like that. Judgment is a very low vibration. Being a right fighter is a very low vibration. You see that on television, all these people going out and hurting others because they don't believe like them. This has to change. You and I could start it. Like right now, we could start this vibration. It's how the universe works. We can start a movement without even starting a movement by simply saying that today, you and I are never going to judge one another for who we are, what we believe, how we think. We are starting just a, a friendship of love and we're going to pass it on to someone else. It's that simple, you know? So sorry, I don't know how to <laughs> start that. It's okay. It's okay. But anyway, so yeah, we went off on that. But I, I feel like we're we're, we're gonna start that. We're gonna start this connection. Like I get messages all the time, and I feel that's what we're doing. That's the direction that we're going, and it starts with food. Yes. You know, it starts with food. Mindful belly, what you put in your belly. You know, raise that vibration, and then I think. You and I, the reason that we connected there is I, I, I'm getting a very huge message that we are starting a movement without really doing anything, just having this conversation. And we're going to share it with one person who's going to connect and go, I got it. And it's all from, you know, what, what we put in our belly it has to start from there. I want to feel good and I don't want to judge you. I want to feel good and let you be you. It's that simple. Yes. Oh, so many pieces of this with it, especially 
just like the ripple effect of coming from love and being able to have that no judgment on somebody and then them being able to pass that on, I think is so powerful. Yeah, I believe that something will manifest from this and people need to hear it and they need to know that if you and I can do it and anybody else can do it. Yes. And we just, we start with our family and we just start loving them for who they are and where they are mm -hmm. and pass it on. Yeah. We owe that to one another. We owe that to everyone on this planet. And, but it has, you cannot make that choice to live in that beautiful love and joy. If your vibration where you are in your, uh, with your own movement of the mindful belly, if you aren't filling yourself up with good vibrations, you can't make that choice because that choice is a vibration that comes from within, right? Yeah. So you're going to still be in this. If you're filling yourself up with food that is carrying a low vibration, you're not going to be able to just switch it on and off. You won't be ready. Mm -hmm. So it starts with being in the belly and then moving that up to the heart. That vibration comes up to the heart. And as it goes through the heart, we pass it on to others. That's why you and I are connecting. And it has little to do with righteously raw chocolate. And I'm grateful for you, you know, mentioning it. And it has little to do with, you know, uh, what you stand, but it starts with the belly. It starts with where exactly where you are. It starts with exactly with what I'm creating, high vibrational food, but it's way bigger than both of us. Totally. And no, it's so good for you. Like, I love hearing that place because if you're filling yourself with a bunch of low energy foods that make you feel like crap, like how can you have compassion for someone when you feel so low or so bad about yourself or just... Uh, almost just operating in a fog it's like how can yeah. you expand your heart when you can't even like be in tune with yourself because you just feel so bad and I see this like I, w I remember this in the holidays in the past like I I would get in a bad mood because I would overeat or eat just so much stuff that wasn't my body wasn't tolerating and I couldn't be present with people I was with because I was so in my head so like beating myself up just feeling so low so it was like you can't tap into love when you're just like, it does start with food. And that's why I think it's so great that you've created these products because it's hard to just eat. Like, I don't know. We want to have like indulgent. Well, and, and there's a lot to, you know, my uncle flew in this weekend with uh, his son and we had a beautiful time. We went from one restaurant to another and it was very interesting foods, things that didn't agree with my body, but I was in such a place of love and joy to see him. And the one thing that I didn't do was have regret for what I ate. And, and so that just because we, you know, we put things in our body that may have a lower vibration, the lower vibration is the feeling that you get, not, mm. not from the food. So we're going to all have cravings and we're going to want to eat an ice cream and we're going to want to eat, in my case, put me on a desert island with a loaf of bread and butter and I could probably live forever. <laughs> and my body hates it. My body yeah. just bloats like heck. So, but the point is, is it's the vibration that you get from the feeling that you get after you do it. Mm. Not necessarily just the food. The food causes a vibration, but allow yourself to have something that you crave Love yourself. If you have to forgive yourself for having something that doesn't resonate with your body or is not in alignment with your body, forgive yourself and move on. You had a good time, right? You enjoy yeah. it. 
So it's that feeling that is created after we do it, which comes from, you know, feeling that, that voice in your head that says you're a bad person. You, you know, you're a big fat pig that you just ate this, right? And you hear that roommate telling you all these bad things about what you did. No. Love yourself. You know, in my case, I just, I just said, you know what? I'm having a, a, a day of joy. I'm loving every moment of this. I'm eating foods that I know I'm going to pay the price for, but I forgive <laughs> yeah. myself because I'm in joy and you'll get through it and you'll, and you probably won't do it again for a while, but you should never condemn yourself for doing something that your body is telling you you want to do. Just allow it and just be in joy and have a good time and move on. And then, you know, my Monday through Fridays are all about putting good food in my body. Yes. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the feeling that you get after that does more destruction than the actual food. Right. So yeah. we're not, none of us are, are going to be perfect eaters. I mean, you know, people eat chocolate and candy and sugar in France and they and they live many years. So there's foods that you can put in your body that um, may not be the perfect foods. It's that feeling that that voice in your head creates after you eat it that tells you that you're not good. That creates more damage. Just allow that you had it. Enjoy every, you know, moment of morsel of what you ate, move on. Forgive yourself, say I had a good time. Yes. It's a different vibration. And for someone who's like really struggling with this or about like they're keep eating things maybe that they're they're intending not to but they keep eating it and then like having that judgment and beating themselves up, is there anything like specific practices, even like affirmations, just like I love and accept myself or? Um, if they know that they're getting a payoff from it. So anytime you keep repeating behaviors that are causing that feeling, understand you're getting a payoff. And the payoff is, is you can stay in that perpetual motion of, of not feeling good about yourself. So the, the first thing that I would say is understand that you're creating a cycle, right? And that cycle is the payoff is, is you're no good. So you can stay in that cycle and keep doing that so that that voice can tell you that you're not good, or you can get off that cycle and not listen to it anymore. So it's, it's understanding that that voice is here to make us feel bad, feel sad, feel angry, feel resentful, feel less than, feel all those bad feelings, or you can, and, and, and you get a, we get a payoff because it allows us to stay in that low vibration of not being good enough, being a bad person, being all those things, right? And um, so it's like making a choice. I'm going to get off that cycle and I'm not going to allow that voice to keep telling me that I'm not good. And eventually if they can do that, that cycle will be less frequent and they'll just go out and they'll do those things that give them joy for a moment. And then they don't need to do it for a while. It's just, it's a craving. Your body has cravings. And what if that craving is something that your body needs, right? Why am I craving certain things? Maybe my body requires it, but we don't think like that because all of our bodies are different. We're not all vegan. We're not all able to, to live, you know, a keto diet. And our bodies are not structured like that, where we can all live in the same thing because our body has different needs and requirements. So that diet that you're on might not be the same diet that works for me. Right. So my body has cravings. Why does my body have cravings? Because maybe it needs that. Maybe I'm removing all the carbs, but my body wants bread. Who knows? You know, but my body knows. 
my my physical body knows and if it pays and i pay the price afterwards my body also knows that i need to not do that again for a, quite a long time right so yeah. yeah so just like tuning in and really listening exactly and allowing whatever that might be yeah hurt. yeah yeah oh thank you audrey this is such a beautiful conversation i, could talk I, to you enjoy, I enjoyed this <laughs> and um before we close though i do want to just share a little bit more about your chocolates um your okay co your coconut macaroons are that's how i found righteously raw and they are the best things in my life they're like um, <laughs> little so th they're i don't like how did you come up with those you know we uh about five six years ago i wanted something that like i said would be small a small item that was affordable that could sit up at a cash register and a friend of mine had this idea, uh, I wanted coconut. Everything I love is coconut. I just absolutely <laughs> love coconut. And I asked him to put together a few ingredients for me. So he came into my facility and he put together the the, the filler, the truffle for the macaroon. And uh, we, we did all these by hand, you know, making thousands and thousands of these. And uh, it turned out to be one of the biggest selling products that we ever had. And we have a new coconut bar coming out. Um, this year, oh just because God. people have kept asking us, would you put it into a bar? We want a bar. So we're, we made an actual coconut bar and it's amazing. But it's just a, it's, there's something about that product that, and these are made by human hands in molds. It's a phenomenal process and my team makes thousands upon thousands of these and it's, they always sell out wherever we go. That, the brownie mouthfuls as well, and uh, the coconut macarons in the pouches. So we sell those in stores throughout the U.S. And uh, I'm sorry for the phones. I don't know how to turn. That's okay. <laughs> no, this is great. So, oh my gosh, the fact that they're handmade, and I love what you said about like the vibration that goes into these these bars. It's not just yeah. Well, it's made by human hands. Not everything is done on machines. We do this, but you know, we're very antiquated in how we make things because it's really important for us to be able to have human energy and a vibration that goes into each each food. And you said that you're sold across stores across the US, are there any? Yeah, so they can go to our website at righteouslyrawchocolate.com. There's a store locator. Um, they can always call me if they can't find a store. And uh, sometimes if they have a favorite store, if they go into that store and ask them to give us a call, the stores will do that. And then you know we'll get products in there if we're not carried. And then they can buy online on our website and on Amazon. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. And before we close, is could I ask you if you could give three pieces of advice to the world right now in regards to how they could improve their health or their well-being? What would those things be? I would say definitely make make uh, good food choices and put foods in your body that resonate and, and that you're in alignment with, that, that carries a vibration, that you can see from the packaging that the company has put so much energy and passion into something. And, um, and the, the, the second thing is um, know that food is medicine. If you know that food is medicine, then you are in control of your own health destiny. That's really powerful. And um, a, a healthy body that's in a high vibration cannot get sick. So if you know that and you keep yourself in a low vibration by doing the things that we talked about before, listening to the roommate in your head, feeling bad about yourself, 
if you can get yourself and your body to a higher vibration, you won't have to worry about all this disease and all of that stuff. So you're 100% in control of your own health. It's, it's all about you and know that. And I guess the third thing is just know that um, a healthy body is a high vibrational body. And all these other things that we talk about of judgment of others, it, you're automatically in a place of love when you're vibrating high. You don't have to make choices. It's just there. And so um, it starts with in the belly, what goes into the belly, and then it moves up to the heart, and then it comes out through the head. And then all of a sudden, you're in a very high vibration. For me, high vibration is everything because my daughter is at a very high ascending vibration. Our souls continue to ascend. And for me, when I die, I want to go, when my physical body dies, I want to go in right where she is. And so for me, it's really important that I continue to ascend and to transform and to raise my vibrations because I also am able to communicate with um, spirit. And so for me, it's really important to be able to communicate with her. I cannot do that from a low vibration. And, you know, we all have spirit guides and all that. I don't know if you believe in that, but they're all here. They can't give us what we need. If we're at a low vibration, we're not open to receiving. So the higher vibration, everything that you need is right there for you. It starts with what you put in your body and comes through your body to your heart through love. Did that answer the three questions? Okay. I definitely did. Oh, okay. this is perfect. No, thank you for sharing that. And last thing, because um, just so if we're in a place of low vibration and we find ourselves, how can we? So like with through gratitude and through the uh, first thing to do is ask for help. So if you're in a place of low vibration, you have spirit guides. Everybody has spirit guides and angels around them all the time. Stop what you're doing. Sit down, be in stillness, give surrender. Surrender is you don't have to know where you're going or how you're going to get there, but surrender is the place to be when you're in that moment of darkness. When you are in surrender, you are now giving the universe the signal that you need help. And you literally, when I, when I have something I need help with, I literally just give it to the universe. And I say, I need help. I need clarity. I, I always need clarity on something. I, I need to figure stuff out. That's my, that's who I am. And so I just surrender in that moment, stop trying to figure it out and try to make something happen. And I just go, I'm surrendered. And now I'm going to give it to the universe. I need help. And when you do that, it changes that vibration. Now you've given the signal to the universe that you're open to receive what you need, whatever it is that you need. It's always there for every human on this planet. Our, our spirit guides, God, whatever, whoever's your higher power, they're all here for us, but we're in such darkness that we don't know that everything that we need is right there for us. All we have to do is ask, and the asking is a vibration. The asking means you're surrendered, and ready. So for whoever's listening who's in a dark place from whatever it is, stop, be in stillness, go into this place of surrender. And if anybody wants to email me, give my email address. I have this incredible surrender poem that is very healing. I'll be happy to email it to them. And it basically just says that we don't know where we're going and we don't need to know where we're going. When you're surrendered, you're just knowing that you're being taken care of right and then you ask that the universe or whoever is your higher power that you believe in for help 
and guidance and clarity and love. Every time you ask for help, you get an answer because you're in that vibration of stillness and surrender. If people can understand that, it would change, transform our planet because they, you know, they think that it's not attainable because they don't know how, you know, they don't know how it works. It works very simple. The universe is always there for us. Starts with putting good food in your body and, and raising you and just, that's a simple empowering tool, which gives you that vibration, right? The second thing is ask for help. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to share. My pleasure. I really can't. <laughs> um, I'm very grateful to you. I hope that we do something and we touch one person. If we touch one person, we've done something amazing. Absolutely. And I think this absolutely will hopefully touch many people. And yeah. Yeah. There's something here, Audrey. I feel it. it well, what, what I would like to do, I'm so not tech savvy and I don't know how to do podcasts and all that, but I think what where people need to be is, uh, and maybe this is something, you know, where people can ask questions. And if you said, I would be happy to be there for you. I don't know how to do it myself, but if you start getting um, your callers, um, your listeners want to ask questions and you can set it up or we can do it again, I, I'm here for you. I just don't know how to do it myself. And, and so if there's someone out there like you that already has a following and you get responses from this that help people set it up. I'm there for you anytime. Love to do it again. Thank you. Oh, this is, yes, I would love to do that. I've got to figure out the logistics around how we can set that up, but that I think will be so. Yeah, because I think people need to be able to ask questions. And yeah. I think people, and you can do live feeds. I've seen that on some videos where people can act, you know, uh, make comments and ask questions. Because remember what we're doing is if it's a movement that involves community, right? And the minute that you start getting, you touch one person, you're gonna affect others and you're probably, you're gonna figure out how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you okay. so much for inviting me and uh, I'm very grateful. And uh, I hope we've touched more than one. And uh, it, was, it was beautiful, thank you. It was beautiful, thank you. And your chocolate's coming Friday. Oh, yeah. And there you have it. Thank you all so much for listening. And I'm psyched for that suggestion from Audrey and about creating a forum and something where we can be interactive and have live questions. And I think it's going to be so powerful. So I am going to be creating a Facebook group, a community group for Don't Eat Your Feelings. And with that, we'll have live sessions with Audrey, with other of our past interview guests and guests moving forward. I think it'll be really, really cool to have that interaction with you guys live and learn what you're currently struggling with. And if there's anything we can specifically speak to, I'm sure other people are having the same issues. So this is going to be magical. So I will let you know when that's happening. And if you want to get on my email list, email me at mindfulbelly at gmail.com. Or DM me on Instagram at mindfulbelly and I'll get you added. Or you can go to my website, mindfulbelly.com and sign up and subscribe there. And I usually send out a weekly email. Nothing crazy. Not going to blow your email inbox. So um, yeah, sign up there and I'll keep you posted on the Facebook group. And then if you're interested in these chocolates, they're delicious and they're amazing to have during the holidays, especially keep them in the pantry or your freezer. 
that you can just grab a mouthful, a biteful of coconut macaroon, or they've got brownie bites, really, really good. Or that rose bar she mentioned from her daughter. So many delicious handmade organic chocolates that aren't going to derail your health goals. And they can really satisfy a sweet tooth in those moments that you just really want something. And so with that, if you're looking for to raise your vibration and really struggling to stay on track or struggling to figure out which foods raise your vibration because we're all so different and struggling with stress and holidays, whatever it may be, reach out. I'm here for you. This is what I do as a coach. We're going to map out your vision and figure out how to get you there. Breaking through sugar, breaking through binge eating, and fueling yourself with high vibe foods that have you showing up in this world the way that you deserve to show up. So DM me for a free strategy session. It'll be 30 minutes with me. We'll get really clear on your goals and see if we would be a good fit. And so with that, above all else, love yourself. You deserve it. <laughs>